All right, part two. Bubble breaking, breaking bubbles. I'm actually going to call this one Bubbles with Layers. This time around, we will talk about being inside your bubble, but this bubble is the layers of bubbles that surround your bubble. Uh, you can probably look at it more like mental blocks that you uh, have within your subconscious mind that actually does a lot to how you're going to handle a situation. Alright, this one... This one, this is a, this is a very, a very deep and really difficult subject to get into when it comes to um, layers uh, within a person's mind that they have to deal with um, obstacles. And so, well, for example, to start it off, for example, let's, let's, I was talking with a coworker uh, that I recently started, new guy that I recently started working with, lived pretty close to me, my man Mike. What up, Mike? Um, and uh, we had a quick conversation uh, today <laughs> about, because, you know, Mike, uh, Mike we're both African-American uh, males. Uh, Mike... Um, is a more darker skin tone than I am. I'm more lighter skin tone. And uh, we got to talking tonight about like how in the, before, you know, the MC light, gotta have a rough neck came out in, I believe 91, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the light skin, brothers was in you know to be light-skinned before you know that 91 time period it's pretty you know you're a pretty popular guy but once that kicked in then uh <laughs> wow super big game changer that no one ever saw coming you know but at the same time all love because you know i ain't no hater man i was i'm happy for you 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 getting it you get it baby but uh and so at this point in time uh darker skin um people became more popular which i'm i'm happy if i could reverse time i wouldn't even change it because you know us light-skinned brothers you know we had our time you know shoot they they gotta have their time too so yeah it was it was it was uh it was pretty uh life-changing you know to be a light-skinned brother and all of a sudden you know i'm not that popular as i was getting and the dark-skinned brothers you know now you know now it was their time to shine i ain't no hater shoes i was happy for them but you know we just reflected on that for a quick second and you know and it and it got me to thinking you know 
Yeah, you know, that's that's just one thing, you know, I need to mention to uh, my podcasters. Um, me being a light-skinned brother, you know, I didn't have to go through a lot of discrimination that my older brothers and, you know, uh, my coworkers, he was saying, you know, they were telling me about situations that, they had to deal with that me as a light-skinned brother, I, I never saw this. I never been in this situation where this was presented to me. I don't even know, I can't even begin to, I don't, I don't know how I would have handled it, you know, but they, they went through it being called out of their name and, you know, being belittled. And so when I'm talking, you know, anybody that know me, they know that, you know, I'm I'm always trying to inspire, you know, hey, you know, just, uh, you know, calm down, think about it, you know what I'm saying? Let's see if we can come to a different way to look at it. And so it's, 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 it's very difficult, almost impossible for me to look at how this would affect the way you perceive people and perceive um, the outcome of certain situations. Uh, For example, I remember when I first bought my first plasma TV, 50-inch plasma TV, this was a good 10, 12 years ago. So I went to the uh, the store. It was called, I believe, Circuit City at the time. Best Buy didn't exist then. I believe it was Circuit City. And I just, you know, I was out and about. I had to go there to get something. I don't know what it was. And I went to the big TV section. You know, that's this is Plasma. We're out. You know, we didn't have... Uh, the LEDs and the LQEDs, they all oh, that was this is way before then. So plasma, they had LCD. LCDs had just came out, but plasmas were still, you know, the top dog at this time. And I just went to the store, and I was just, you know, just looking, cause hey, wow, you know, fifty inch plasma. Panasonic, you know, oh man, this is the dream. It would be nice, you know, if I had one. I don't have that money right now, but wow, it would be nice. And so I'm walking, you know, in the section and I'm getting passed up by so many different representatives of the company. I get, they were, they were, they would always go to the white couples or, you know, the white families. And they were just, they were not interested at all in talking to me. But lo and behold, um, a younger, uh, fair skin, I'm assuming he was white, fair skin guy, uh, that worked for the company in the store. He came up to me, was like, Hey, how you doing? You know, um, you like these TVs? You ever think about getting one? You know, I'm like, yeah, you know, this is, man, wow, this is the dream, you know. 
it'll be nice to have something like this. And then he was like, what's your credit like? Hey, you want to run a, you want to, uh, Try to run your credit and uh, see what you can, uh, how much in-store credit you can get. And I was like, well, I don't know. And, and then, he, you know, I remember him telling me, you know, hey, just give it a try. You never know. And so, okay, we ran my credit. He takes my information, go to the computer, go to his supervisor. And he comes back and he's like, dude, they approved, approved you for this much money. So evidently. I had top-notch credit, which I know I did. I just didn't want to come off as that type of person. Um, my credit was very high, and they approved me for the maximum amount that you can get <laughs> with top-notch credit at that time, which is a lot, which is, I shouldn't say a lot. It, well, yeah, it's different than now. Um, this was before the, the fall of 2000. The recession of 2007-2008. So when they ran ran my credit and the credit came back, you know, I, the, the guy was flipping out like, wow, dude, dude, they, they, look at how much uh, credit they approved you for. You know, that TV is yours if you want it. And I was, you know, I'm working a lot of hours at my job, working good. I would think I was working two, two jobs. I was working at this main job, then I had... A part-time job at the restaurant. I did a lot of part-time in that restaurants because I really, really, really love working in a restaurant. And so, anyway, um, once he, once I, you know, signed for it, um, the credit, uh, and he went to the back, pulled the TV out. You know, I, I had my. I think I was driving my father's truck at the time. It was a a small truck but from that point the other uh, representatives of the store you know they're all looking and like staring like you know in my assumption you know their their thoughts because the way I was dressed you know I, I was I was dressed very ghetto that day I was probably working around a house or something but I, I was dressed very ghetto that day not you know neat clean it was baggy pants you know oversized coat back when that was in style yeah i was really dressed um in a way that if you you know if you saw me you wouldn't think that i had my life together the way i did so the other representatives they were like blown away that the guy that they had been passing up going to these families this guy is more ready than the families are so i i got my 50 inch plasma tv brought it home my father liked it so much i believe it was like the next day or the next two days went to the same place and go inside the store and Best believe I went back to the same representative that had the confidence in me. This was a younger guy, too, uh, probably about my same age at the time. He had the confidence in me, and so I went right back to him and gave him the same business because my father ended up buying the same TV, plasma TV, that we both still have still to this day, Pinasonic 
50 inch that works still to this day and this has been this has been at least 12 years and my father bought a tv and the other representatives they're just like you can see the look on their face you know they're and what's going on here what he just this guy just bought it and he's coming to get another one i'm there with my father you know the tv is for him but of course you know they're like what is going on here and that is one rememberable day that i will never forget that they assume that because of my appearance that i would not be a satisfactory self for them and so this is why I'm talking about bubbles with layers. And so if I was a person that went through a more difficult upbringing with a lot more discrimination because of my skin color and or my ethnicity, that that would be that would be one added layer to the way that I perceive life, you know, which will put a hindrance on how I see things. And so it's, 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 it's really difficult for me to understand, but at the same time, I do understand. It's really difficult for me to understand how when a person come to me with their problems and then I explain to them what I think, um, that they need to look at it in a different aspect and it's not as easy for them to just click that switch and just turn the the the, the embedded um layers of difficulties that they have experienced you know versus the layers of difficult experiences that i have experienced because of my skin tone and so sometimes you might feel like there's nothing for you out there but if you don't give things a chance and and this goes this this is in connection this this is connecting to what I'm I'm explaining to you about layers of bubbles. If you don't if you don't give something a chance and and keep trying to push forward with the mentality of okay this didn't work, but let me try to keep going. Let me give it a, another chance. You're you're setting yourself up for pretty much a self self destruction mechanism, which a lot of people have these self destruct mechanisms within their thoughts, which we all have. I have them too, but you have to keep trying it's just like when i used to play a little bit of basketball and baseball when i was 
in elementary because of the area that I grew up in uh, which is you know the southeast side Grand Rapids Michigan um, you know you, you have to keep trying just because just because you shoot the shot and the shot doesn't miss doesn't mean that you're a total failure no it just that's just the uh, how it happened for that moment you have to go back and try to shoot the shot again so if you're if you're trying to apply for a job and you find out that after the interview the job has picked another candidate that doesn't mean that you don't fit the bill that just means that the chance that you took it wasn't for you. It was for somebody else. This is one of the layers within the bubble mentality that I'm trying to help other people to understand. If you're focused, if you if you're at the point of your life where you're focused and that finish line right there, that's where you want to end or get to accomplish and then pass that finish line sometimes you have to try fail but keep going and don't let other things distract you like haters or you know you find somebody that 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 has something totally different perspective than your perspective and they tell you about it and they put that little block in your head that's another layer that you have to pretty much like watching a movie, remove that curtain, push that curtain aside and keep giving yourself, you no, know, keep trying. You have to keep trying. I, I come across a lot of people nowadays and I, and I believe this is like more of how the newer generation is versus my generation and the generation before me. I'm 45 years old, so do the math. This is 2021. You have to keep trying. Don't just give up off of one or two, maybe three failures. No, sometimes it takes five, six, seven, eight times. Or if you're in a position where, you know, okay, you got this drive. This is where you want to be. This is what you want to accomplish. But you got people around you that are saying stuff, saying or doing things that are distracting to what you want to accomplish. Just don't listen to them, you know, keep it in your mind that, yeah, okay, I got to watch out for this person. But don't let that distract you from achieving your goal. Don't just give up. You got to keep trying. Don't be a quitter. I was always taught when I was younger, you know, yeah, sometimes you, you have to quit early, but most of the time you have to keep you have to keep in there. You got to stay in the game and stay on your a, a game and keep going. Don't just take one or two losses and think that 
that that's the end no that's not most and most of the and most of the time you need to try two three four five six seven eight times in order to develop a structure around whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish and this concludes part two to bubble breaking layers within a bubble I'm your host Elijah McGee this is veranypod.transmitter.fm it is raining outside this is October what is the day today October 23rd 12 a.m. in the morning just got off of work sitting in the car it's cold it's raining we just got our street finish so i'm pretty sure you can hear the cars in the background passing by very distracting but it is what it is for the situation that it is all right y'all holler <laughs>